to our roots. Oh, right, okay. Well, this is the thing. So, I was thinking, the last two episodes... Let me make it... Let me be clear. Let me be clear. So, the last two or three episodes have been really, really heavy. And when I listen back to them, I'm like... Like last week, again, I cried at me crying. So, I was like, let's... Maybe we should, maybe we should actually have a light relief episode. So, I'm going to enforce that now on you. You can drag it into whatever you want as much as you like, but for me, this is the one. There's where... loads of shit going on in the world right now. There is loads of fucking shit. So I think I'm the, gonna I think have this a week. is going to be the end of you this week. No, oh, well, fine. Okay. Welcome to episode eighteen. Eighteen of Chocolate Carry Water. Mandy's book club. The positivity episode. <laughs> the world's worst Punch and Judy show. The world's worst Punch and Judy show. So that's what I've, so I've doubled down on it and I've made a list of my five favourite things that have happened in the news this week. Fantastic. Sounds like the cheesiest shit internet show we've never listened to. Okay. You are talking to Captain PMA here. You know, I, I've literally scrolled yeah. it on me. Okay. The... Yeah, I know. I don't but need... I just wanted to bring, look, some of the points that, some of the, my favourite news might transcend into great existential dilemma. Let, let's just be clear I, I don't think any of our episodes let me be clear <laughs> I don't think any time in the episodes where I'm talking about stuff I'm negative about it oh no like I'm exuberant when I'm telling people to yeah exuberantly off. so let's not be angry this episode ah no, <laughs> no, 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 no. so we're gonna not have anger is a anger. gift don't you know yeah, Zach Della Rocha it's a big feeling I don't know what you're we'll probably get close it's um, from the Rage Against Machine song. Anger is a gift. I'll drop the... I won't drop it in because we can't afford it. Oh. <laughs> I was like, that'd be really cool. And then I was like, oh, no, I won't. We'll get to Maybe I'll see if I can get the... You could probably just get like a little tiny bit. Just Google Anger is a gift, okay. Rage, and you'll have a great day. I'll add it to a playlist for you. What, just includes that one song? Just that song. Just that song. In... Come on then, let's go to... But don't sigh. The happy news. No, it's not the happy news. I've taken... So there are bits of the news that are topical that I've then been like, oh, I can see a silver lining in this. Is it the silver... And then oh. some of it is fucking classic me finding it funny. Who died? No one died. Huh? Okay, bring it. Point okay. one. Point number one. So, obviously it's the US election. It's been going on for... 999 years now. Still no winner. Let's be fair. No matter what happens, there will be no winner. Oh, no. This. No one wins in this. Have no. you seen that Simpsons break? You know the Simpsons predict the future all the time? Now. So there's one where it's like someone's put a super cut together and it's Marge in a mask. No, no, no. Then no, it's no. like the voting and then it's on the screen January 2021 and there's like robots on the streets rioting, apocalypse... And there's just a person being like, don't let it be true. Don't let it be true. It's, it's true. Fuck. Does it, I don't know how Simpsons keep Took doing it. Took me 15 seconds to break your... Oh, no, I wasn't... But I wasn't going to shine a positive light on the US election. Don't, don't... Come on, then. Let's go. Point one. Okay, point number one. In this election, <laughs> the most LGBTQ plus candidates ran. And were elected. Isn't that the first Wait. transgender... Oh, sorry. Back in my box. There is a four, that's a forty-one percent increase from the twenty eighteen midterms. You, I copied and pasted that. Um, so, Sarah McBride is now the first transgender candidate that has been elected. That's good. That's a silver lining in it all. 
Um, Richie Torres Did and... Did you just referred to someone as a silver, like as a token bit of happiness? No, no I'm saying it's a silver lining in what's going no. on. Not token, just... Good. Um, and then in New York, Richie Torres and Mondaire Jones became the first openly gay black men. That's fucking cool. That is. And that's... They, they joined nine other openly... Uh, LB, LGBTQ house colleagues. That's cool. And someone, and Maury Turner is the first non-binary state legislator in the US. And they're also black and Muslim, which made their victory all the more notable. Okay, interesting point on this. Yeah. The diversity of that is fantastic. But you know when people are like, oh, this person's the first Muslim candidate to get it. Yeah. Now, you have to be very careful how we talk about anything, but like anyone that like is passionately like advocating like, oh, and I'm this religion. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you telling me that? Yeah, I, I get that. Because, I mean, there's also an element of that when it's like, oh, you're in charge of like legislation, but you believe But you have fundamental yeah, beliefs like, that are... Like if someone's like the first, like, else. you know, I am a, you know, Mormon coach mm-hmm. and you're like oh so you're gonna coach me oh, like a woman <laughs> yeah are they the ones that believe that had the gold plates and everything was written behind the curtain oh you're testing me here all i know one uh, of those religions god spoke to a 14 year old boy and he had to write it all down i've already got a red flag here on some golden plates but no one was allowed to see them and then he was behind the curtain the whole time mm. and then he buried them, but he can't remember where he buried oh, them. Oh, well, this is convenient, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, but, like, no one's like, and, you know, candidate John Marsh is the first Scientologist candidate to... You wouldn't say that like it's a good thing. But then there's no. certain faiths where they're like, oh, yeah, they're the, you know, Catholic, something, they're the Jewish yeah. this. Although Jews are a race of people. Yeah, I mean... Can you become Jewish? Yeah. Because some people... Um, Dude, no, not by get... marrying. I just mean, can you just be like, oh, I've decided to become a Jew? Or are you pa- are you chosen? Oh, I don't know. Any I'll Jewish see. listeners out there, let yeah, us know. Can, can you? Can you become a Jewish person without marrying a Jew, Jewish person? Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. Pure ignorance on my behalf. Oh, that was, that's been, right, the last two How have been incredibly anxious, yeah. ignorant, both of us. <laughs> but... Um, no, I just think that whatever happens, whatever the outcome is, it is amazing that you're seeing people that were once considered minorities and are now... Ref- reflecting the actual yeah, world we live in. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Because it was like, the other statistic was that 5% of the US population are, well, identify as LGBTQ, but only 0.4% are represented in the House. So it's not actually that, like, the crossover of their representation isn't included at all. And when you think about... You know, Trump has openly said that two men shouldn't marry. Yeah, and that the fact making... that there's now two men in yeah. the house that can be like, no, fuck you, they can. And also that they are, it's like old white men voting on women's reproductive rights. Don't get me started on this. The fact that old white men can decide and dictate about women's right to an abortion is about like abhorrent, in my opinion. Yeah, but you were made from our ribs, so no, technically, fuck you, like. Vasectomies are reversible. Why don't you just do that first? What's that got to do with me and my rib? 
But no, I'm saying in terms. But that's of birth probably control, where they can. That's yeah. But that's probably where. But they women come aren't from, using abortions as birth control. Like that's not what they're getting in their heads. Is that they think women are like, I don't know, having sex and then being like, oh cool, my birth control now is to have an abortion, as opposed to being like, really bad things have happened. I can't. But also, it, pro-choice is pro-choice. Like it's yeah. not. It's not for anyone to impose. Like oh well, you, yeah, maybe they are using it as birth control because that's their right too. But like. Yeah. Men shouldn't be involved in that conversation other than respectfully supporting and listening. Exactly. That's the most woke thing I've said in yeah, such a long well, time. I, but I agree. I think so. Oh my gosh, I feel like my testosterone levels have dropped so much from doing that. <laughs> Fuck off, man, you fucking twats. Grow a pair, isn't it? Oh, God. Yeah. So, that's some of my. that was my first positive note of the week because I thought, yeah, that's... Yeah, it's someone to like. There are now people, representing people yeah. that can have difficult conversations, but from a different perspective, and be like, no, there are people that feel like that. Yeah, and you have to say it to their face. Yes, exactly. Like, it's affecting people in the room with you. Yeah, exactly. There. Yeah. So yeah, I think that that's go America. <clears throat> so, on that, no, oh, for yeah, that, on that yeah. bit, but let's... It's not America's fault that it's full of Americans. No, I'm joking. Uh, not Americans, but I mean the fact that. This has been the biggest ever turnout for votes, and oh, half of them... Has it, though? If you believe that, you, oh, you're such a sheep, whatever. What conspiracy theory are you referring to? Uh, there's a big conspiracy going around that if you believe that Joe Biden received more votes than Obama, you're basically taking drugs, oh. and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, well, unfortunately, isn't it, a me- but isn't it a measure? I feel bad, because it's like... It's not necessarily a measure of how great Joe Biden is. It's a measure of how bad it's Donald like Trump the, is. Well, it's the, it's the, He's going to go down in history as being like, I'm the, it's, it, I don't know how to say it. It's I like, was the other option. Yeah, I was, yeah, literally, he could be anyone. But I, my favourite thing on the internet right now is just the meme of, uh, and the election's all over, and it's like, wait, what's this? It's Bernie Sanders with a metal chair. Like, WWE. <laughs> Or Please. Joe Biden wins and he just pulls off the mask and he's like, hey, suckers, <laughs> I'm oh giving away your riches. God. And it's but just yeah. Bernie. Although breaking news while we record this podcast, Biden has just overtaken Trump in Pennsylvania. Thanks for that. Correspondent, <laughs> Sorry, Dr. McKinney re- James from the from field. The gym. Uh, breaking news. So if he takes Pennsylvania, he's won, basically. Not basically. I got. I mean, I've got concerns about Joe Biden. Look, I, I've seen the sniffing video. <laughs> but then I do think he's really hasn't he had like terrible loss in his life. So maybe yeah, he is just genuinely talking like, about this. This is on radio. F- no, but maybe he is just radio. genuinely like so sad that he just loves the smell of ch- children. Like, I don't think anyone should be leaving any kids. With I him. don't think you should ever say he's so sad he loves the smell of children. Like that's. Well, not- what if you no? I mean, like. Maybe that's how he seeks joy. It's like, oh, no, no way is this sentence going to sound good. <laughs> I can't make it sound good. No, but it doesn't have to be a deviant thing to... No. What's the difference? It's a... I keep want to say things like, it's not a bad thing to enjoy the company of children, but I mean it No, there's another like... word. Like, there's paedophiles and then there's ped... Uh... There's another word which means you love children, oh, but not right, in like, okay. a sexy way. <laughs> We've seen the, the sidebar. We've seen the episode of Peeper Show where Mark has a baby, and he's like, I'm a paedophobe. <laughs> and Jeremy's like, oh. <laughs> well, I kind of always thought maybe something. <laughs> <laughs> and then Mark's like... Pederast. 
Oh, right, okay. Let me Google that while you, you keep talking. <laughs> no, Mark, Mark is like carrying on this story and then he's like, do you think I have a paedophile? He's <laughs> like, oh, and then he's offended that Jeremy thought he was a paedophile. <laughs> anyway, it's, that's a good episode. Have you found it? Uh, yeah, it's not looking good though. Oh, God. No, definitely not a pederast. A pederast <laughs> is a man who engages in a rot- an erotic relationship with an adolescent boy, so not that. a little bit insinuating though no why is like that a... word in your vocabulary like why is that there uh lots of child protection courses oh okay fair. for work i did not <laughs> not, not mandatory not like mandated courses yeah god why is there so much on the internet about this stuff anyway okay point two point two you are not yep, going to so be surprised my... by point number two. Oh, God, if you bring up team sports, no, 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 this no. podcast is over. Oh, no, I, no, sorry. I would never bring sorry, up team sports. we won the rugby, apparently. <laughs> I'm getting you a pair of bootcut jeans for Christmas. because Great, you just go with you my daffodil sports. head and my strong bow. I've got a lot to say about those daffodil heads, but this, that's for another time and another place. Anyway, number two on my list. Wilbur, the French bulldog has been declared mayor of tiny Kentucky town. Has been declared mayor? Of a tiny Kentucky town. Now, do you mean a town with a small population or a miniature town? That he is like I Godzilla. I mean, it <laughs> is a miniature town. <laughs> a miniature town built to like dog size that he walks around and is like, or that he's like Godzilla rampaging through the streets. Oh my God, the mayor's coming! <laughs> it's like, it's a, in Zootropolis when they're chasing Yeah, the, through the mouse town, yeah. <laughs> okay, no. I love your dress. <laughs> the fact that you can quote that film. Oh, oh, it is oh, such a oh, good oh, film. If you've not seen Zootropolis, it's really good. Shakira's come back. That's another thing as well on the internet this week. Not my favourite, not hasn't made top five, but have you seen the memes that are like, um, who is counting the votes? Is it the sloth from Zootropolis? Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Christ, this has descended into nonsense. Um, he received 13,000 votes, um, setting a new record in the community of... Do you want to take the, na- the guess at the name of the town? Wilberville. Rabbit Hash. Rabbit Hash. <laughs> but are you sure you're not act- this isn't actually Zootropolis? No, it's definitely not. <laughs> you just quoted like a Pixar. Have you been reading like the Disney news? It wouldn't surprise me after last week's Coco fiasco that went down. <laughs> um, but then I found out that it's elected a dog mayor since 1998. So I was like, well... It's the future. They're evolved. They, they have a dog decisions. mayor every year. Yeah. I think people should be more dog. I think people should live their life like dogs more. Please tell me though that they... Brad Mondo did a video where his dog, he got a dog and he let the dog choose a load of hair things. That's so, how they make decisions. Yeah, that they just put loads of treats down and then the one the dog picks is on top of the policies. I think that we should make more decisions like they did in the Football World Cup where the octopus just went into boxes and they were like, that's who's going to win. Predictions. You're back to the supernatural. Yeah, well, yeah, th- yeah that's how I think we should... No, I think we should make decisions. If they're a 50-50 decision... Let the octopus decide. Well, haven't they got three hearts and are basically aliens? Yeah, but also they're really, like, 
their stomach is like round the outside. No, their stomach runs through their brain. So if they eat too much, they have a brain hemorrhage, I believe. I mean, if any octopi, biologist yeah, octopi are fascinating but terrifying. Yeah, I think we had this discussion in one of the early podcasts about they're really how cool. I'm like really fascinated Yeah, by they're them. really cool right up until you see the, is it, do they have a beak? A beak. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes yeah, me feel yeah. sick. It's giant squids with the beak that baffle me. Have you ever watched um, that series where they di- dissected like huge animals? No, but I've seen a YouTube video of them dissecting a giant squid and the beak is like a lobster claw. It's insane. Well, they they found sucker marks on the side of sperm whales. Yeah. Two metres in diameter. What? Yeah. <laughs> and they can't find the squid, but they know oh, that they... God, yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's there. Christ. The Mariana Trench, bro. Whew. Do you reckon? I, mean, I think there's just dinosaurs just hanging out there. There definitely is. But they I always find like sharks that are like I don't know, hundreds of years old. Yeah. So they're just down there waiting for us all to die out. Yeah, they're hiding. And as soon as we're dead, they're gonna be like, cool. It's actually from an episode of Spider-Man Unlimited where Peter Parker is on another like Venom comes back and the symbiotes that is Venom mm. has been like his race have been lying dormant in an underground cave Ooh. for years, just waiting for humans to sort of I don't like that. fizzle out. That's, I mean, that's probably into the reality somewhere. Okay. Okay, number three. I ruined this yesterday because I got overexcited and told you. I wouldn't have listened, don't worry. No, you did listen because we had a whole conversation about it, actually. I think you're giving me more credit than I'm due, but go on. The prehistoric remains of the teenage girl that showed that women hunted as well. Oh, yeah. So that, that was really up there for me this week. Yeah, fantastic. Like, that's groundbreaking. I know. Because it's going to, you know, if, if society has mimetic frames, it's built off things like, the pyramids are 5,000 years old. These things happen. Women are just foragers mm. cooking while the men go out to hunt. Mm-hmm. Turns out, no. Also, on a related note, so... Uh, I probably should give you more context to this as well, because I just... It was like we had an inside joke, and I was just... just but the prehistoric remains of a teenage girl were found that made scientists looked at the cameras if I was doing yeah. like a full documentary that right, made gym. scientists rethink I do gym so much in this every time if you could see the filming of this podcast it would be me and Owen individually doing looks to camera whenever each other go off on rants but the remains make scientists rethink the theory that hunting was done by men um, and in fact, researchers find that between 30% and 50% of big game hunters in the Americas may have been women. So that's like a huge percentage. So they found the remains of a girl. What? I like that they've gone like, we found one girl. 30 to 50%, 30 to 50% of hunters. Um, yeah, so they found a teenage girl and in, next to the remains were hunting equipment, so like knives and shot. What do you call them? Slingshot? Bullets? Pellets? Stones? So yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool because... If we're talking about gender roles, they aren't a natural, they haven't naturally evolved, I guess is the right word, is it? I can see that you're deeply connected to this discovery. It's really awesome to watch because you, it's like, you're like, now I I know my place in the universe. Yeah, I really feel this. I don't know why. But as soon as I saw it yesterday, I was like, oh my God, this is like amazing. Because it's like, Because you're not like a natural, like I'm nesting and I just want to forage and make meals for the men you're like yeah. no i want to go kill a mammoth yeah well it's like proof that you know women have been boxed in not because of roles that have happened for thousands and thousands of years like something else has happened 
probably that the, the, the fact that white men... Christianity, you mean, I think is oh. what we're talking about here. Yeah, probably, actually, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Society, go get together, we need some rules. Yeah, women so have women... been ruling the show for oh. way too long. Let's yeah. invent big story where you were made from our ribs and you just have to stay and be a mindful wife. And you can't be a vicar. Oh, now you can, but the other rules can't change. That's how it works, isn't it? There's me summing up religion. And that's and... Christianity yeah. summarised. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies um, to... No, I don't know. I just... No one! <laughs> no, This is the podcast where there are no apologies. Um, no, I just... I don't know. I feel really connected to that teenage girl. So... And I don't understand why. In some other discoveries that they keep making... So, you know they've found human remains that are like... 200,000 years older than they thought oh yeah. Like, yeah this is baffling and yeah. they keep like rewriting the timeline but also they found um, look I hate to be the person that's like oh my gosh actually some of the stuff Joe Rogan says is true but like it's not all about magic mushrooms coming from a Captain Straight Edge here but they found hunter gatherers from like tens of thousands of years, years ago with pouches just rammed full of psychedelics <laughs> Amazing. I'm not sure you should be taking psychedelics and then hunting big animals. Maybe that's the only way to hunt big animals. That's an interesting thought, actually. Maybe you're connected to nature way more, and it when you look at a herd, their spirit animal is like, I'm ready to go. Take me. Whoa. I like that thought. I also saw a picture of a heron. Yeah, on the internet with a snake poking out of his gullet. Like it it had eaten its way out and the bird was just flying around with it and then was just hanging out on a tree with the snake dangling out of it. It's eaten out of the beak. It like, it was obviously swallowed it whole oh, and the snake had had no. none of that and burst out of it. Oh, that's not something. But yeah, so... We'll de- I think we should delve into this more. On I think we should, episodes. I would like to put a, a deep pin dive, in this. Yeah. I would like to put a pin in that. But yeah, well it's... Well, breaking news as the research comes out. Yeah, let's, let's we'll do keep it. Posted. Let's do that next week. Um, but yeah, I think. See what you can catch by next week. Hunting. You can, can catch you, and release. Can I do that as a vegan? Oh, another great internet video you should look up is the man rescuing raccoons from a dumpster. Oh. He's like, look at this. And he opens it in one of those giant bins, and there's seven raccoons in there. Oh, my God. And they can't get out. And then when he's looking and he's talking to them, they're going like, so he gets a pole, sticks it in, they all start climbing up, and he has to help some other ones because they can't do it. And then there's one who just won't move, he's just laying in the corner. <laughs> he's like, as if he's being I'm like, I'm he's I'm like I'm no, this is full of food. <laughs> and he has to go in and he's like, he picks him up. But the first one that climbs up bows to say thank you. Whoa, that's insane. I'm now kind of sad we don't know. I might start releasing raccoons into the wild in the UK so that we've got some bigger, more fun. Raccoons. Oh, uh, you missed out growing up on the raccoons with Cyril Sneer. Mm. Shout out to any any of you listeners old enough. I don't know what that is. But yeah. You have to go on the YouTubes to find it. Yeah. Number three, done. Number three. Okay. This where it goes a little bit weird. Okay, wait there. A Lincolnshire wildlife park removes five cursing parrots from public view. Completely disagree with that. Right, so... Do you so know? we break the parrots by swearing at them. Yeah. And then, and then it's like, like, now you're in segregation. Yeah, now they've segregated the five parrots. This is a direct quote from the CEO. Are you the ready? Parrot or the parrot? Is, is that the name of the parrot? The CEO of CEO. the group of five parrots. They're African greys. 
for context. Uh, for to imagine. As intelligent as like a four-year-old or something. Well, this makes sense. So, um, he, the CEO said, if they teach the others bad language, I end up with 250 swearing birds. I don't know what we'll do. I think ticket sales would go through the roof. I would pay. How much would you pay? Yeah, how much you pay to go into a room full of two hundred and fifty parents that are just going to cuss it would you be out? So good. That CEO needs. He is but killing do you know that business. What the African grades are saying to the CEO. No, please let it be the worst. They're calling him a fat twat. <laughs> are you sure this is not the new? Oh my gosh. What if this is just the setup for the new series written by Charlie and Daisy Cooper? And they're running the Zoom for the song. <laughs> this is it's it. It's going to be so good. Yeah, so... Can you imagine going into work every day and being like, oh, I'm just going to go for a walk, see all the animals. Fat, 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 oh, fat. It would be so good. <laughs> Even the birds say you. <laughs> but that is clearly his issue. Oh, yeah. He's, he's only like, doing this because no, they're calling him a fat they're, twat. They're calling me names they have to go. They are not <coughs> teaching other animals. They can't teach their friend, their bird friends this. I can't think of anything funny. I can't like, think of anything I'm, funny I'm than an animal swearing. that it's not available now. Can I just say that in that quote, they put the park CEO lamented. <laughs> like it's deeply affected him. Yeah, he's like really bothered him. But... We had to do a batch to change it as we spoke about it. But the idea that they should just be on a show and you should just be like, okay, I'm going to go and take my kids to see Swearing Parents. Yeah, well, you know, like, that monkeys might throw... You drive in, it's like, you, if you drive this way, your car might get trashed. Still no funny. So, my dad used to, like... We used to want to go to the safari park, so my dad would be like, okay, we're going to go to Longley. And then he'd be like, well, I'm not taking my car. I'm going to take your nan's car. Because <laughs> the monkeys will have the wipers off it. Yes! And then he'd like take my hands car. Do you know why they pull the wipers off? Uh do I wanna know? Because they they've like worked it. out that the wipe wiper fluid is like booze. So they pull it off and I then they try and drink and wash your fluid. Oh my goodness. So if you want to be a real friend to the, like look, let's not kid ourselves. Whilst Longley is like better than just a zoo, yeah. there's still animals in captivity, so yeah. is it wrong? To just go there and just give out, like, you know, like, the hotel bar bottles of whiskey. Oh, yeah, just give it to a monkey. Yeah, just get there a little drunk monkey. Yeah. Parrots in Australia get drunk all the time on fermented fruit. Do they really? Yeah, so uh, my friend grew up in Australia and they'd have, like, loads of fruit trees at the back of their house. And then in the late summer, whenever it was, which is winter for us, the parrots would all like eat the fermented fruit, yeah, and then they'd all fall off the roof because they were drunk. Oh my god, Par- I'm learning a lot about parrots today, and they are climbing my list of favorite animals. Well, the fact that they've obviously worked out that I bet they only swear at the CEO as well. I really hope so. Like every bit. Janet, the zoo keep, like, the, the keeper goes yeah. in. They're like, "All right, Janet." And then, like, as they as she comes, she's like, "Can you just, guys, today? Not can you today. just be nice? He's having away. a terrible day. He's having a terrible day." And he walks, and they're all like, "Twat, twat." <laughs> also, someone, so t- someone like is it, he knows the staff are calling him a fat twat. Yeah, like a hundred percent. Like, shall we start? Uh, to- that could be our first campaign where we free degrees. Yeah, <laughs> or just let them out into the wild. What if they taught all birds that? And everywhere he went, magpie just like, ah, ah, ah. that would be so good. <laughs> Heads of rogue. That is the world that I want to cussing live in. You out, yeah, <laughs> angry, literal angry birds. 
this is this is this is a reality that I want. Imagine to though you found out that like every time your dog's barking, it's calling you out. No. I oh, know we won't go down there thinking about Dags being a prisoner again. No. Slave, sorry, Dags the slave. Oh no, don't don't go down this route again. I don't I don't think that Dags thinks that we've been down this route, we're not going down this route again. Okay. <laughs> Moving on! Moving swiftly on. Number five, my final thing this week. Someone didn't get much information about this. Someone has climbed Snowden in a diving suit. I'm not talking about like modern day diving suit. Oldie. Like helmet that weighs 59 kilograms. Yeah, but what if that person weighs 150 kilograms? Well, they've climbed and Snowden with 200 kilograms. <clears throat> Why? Don't know, to be honest. I did. I read the headline that was someone has climbed Snowden wearing a diving suit and just thought, I don't need to know any more about this. I've got what I need from this. I, I hope. I really hope it's not for charity. He's just done it's just, it. <laughs> just, it's just weird. He's Kev. just found it somewhere. I was like, I'm going to climb Snowden in this. So, yeah. What if they didn't know they were climbing Snowden? What if they couldn't see? Because they're not very good, not very high yeah, visibility. The walls, like, they're yeah. Big. So they're just walking, like, oh my god, it's so hard to walk ah! in this. <laughs> They've just been trying to get help the whole time. People like cheering them on. Yay! <laughs> you did a great job. Kev! You're like, where am I? <laughs> Why is it so hilly? Yeah, gosh. How am I not home yet? That is exactly... Let's stick to that. That is exactly what happened. Or, the real story is, they oh, were no. in the bottom of the sea and have been trapped at the bottom of the sea for years and then a uh, weather system sucked them up into like a typh- uh, tornado and dro- dropped them over a hill in North Wales. They've been in the clouds. Oh my god. That's Imagine a proper... Imagine that's where you that's get a, that's dropped. A, Jules Verne novel that is. I'm writing it. <laughs> I love that you like doing this so you're like, dibs on that one. Yeah, I actually basically called dibs. Yeah, is this going to be in your fiction or non-fiction story? Because you might want to... Fiction? Well, he's real, so is it? Fiction? Oh God, <laughs> what happens when he crosses over? What do you call it then? There's no such thing, it's either fiction or non-fiction. There's no... Cro- <laughs> crossing over is called religion. Crossing like over. Jesus, real guy. The yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, this is my, this is my big thing. What is more impressive, turning five, two fishes and five loaves? I believe it's yeah. Turning that into like an infinite amount of food, or being with all those people and getting people to share their resources. Well, yeah, exactly. I think that's a more powerful miracle that we could see today. Yeah, hey, exactly. All you billionaires. Yeah. You're slightly less billionaire and everyone else is okay. One of them is probably the reality of what happened and one of them is mm. the fictional version of that. And that is a segue into what I wanted to talk because about Because don't never let the truth get in the way of a good story. Yeah. Which is why I over-exaggerate everything. <laughs> because it's not funny. Turns out that guy up Snowden just had a snorkel. <laughs> he was there. He, he was in like this giant he helmet. I'm not going to get them out. But sorry. Here's a picture for all we get on to your point, can I just show you something? So one of my other stories, which and then I was like, no, nah, I'm going to take this out. It's a bit much. Um, was that in Australia, people keep calling the police about a giant fish, and the police. Oh no, it's in America. But in classic, it's Americans calling the police about yeah. a big fish. <laughs> and they were like, "There's a big fish 
And then the police have had to be like past him and be like, can you stop calling us and jamming our phone lines about a big fish? So it turns out it's a sunfish, anyway. Sunfish are so, unnervingly big. Didn't know this about sunfish. Oh, right. right? Yeah, I would film <laughs> Then I was like, they they've don't got look, a fucking point. They don't look real. <laughs> have, I seen, <laughs> have I seen a sunfish? Have you seen it? Yeah. Have you seen one next to a person? Like, I know That's that. That's a person? Yeah. They're big, and they look like a kid has drawn them. They look like a two-year-old. <laughs> Do you know what else I wanted to show you this week? And I was like, it doesn't really work for podcasts. But have you seen when kids, kids have drawn animals, and then they've, like, someone has made them into what the animal what should be? Like, like yeah. it's a horse with, like, four legs in a line. That was the other thing I wanted to get, but it doesn't translate well into an audio thing. Neither does a picture of a sunfish. Google sunfish. But Google, why are they Google. seeing it to report to the... Wasn't they think the police... What, is the so sunfish think, being threatening? Again, is I mean, it Although, is it in a shopping... Is it, is it in a mall? Is it imposing <laughs> yeah, on it? I was in Starbucks, had a sunfish. <laughs> sunfish bit. Yeah, the police are like, yeah, we know, sunfish, they're really big. They're like, no, it's in the park. <laughs> it's walking. Yeah. Um, no, they, um, I think they think it's a shark or something. So they keep calling the police to be like, just inform me there's a shark in the beach. In the beach? Near the beach. Near, just near the beach, in the yeah, car park. Yeah, well, I think that's what they keep doing. They keep saying, and then the police are like, we don't care. Yeah, where does the police jurisdiction end? Do you phone Surely the co- this is a Coast Guard okay. issue. If you get mugged at sea, do you phone the police or the Coast Guard? If the you Coast were, Guard, were If you were stand-up paddle boarding across Swansea Bay. Right. Uh, <laughs> but if you were doing I, that, if you I chose to do that. Right there? I don't mind if you want to do stand-up paddle boarding. In fact, I may have once said, oh, that would be really nice, and then got a barrage of hate. Look, <laughs> I think they are jolly good fun. But if you were stand-up paddleboarding and someone on a jet ski came over and just started duffing you up, would you oh, film right, the police or the Coast Guard? Um, Not putting you up the duff. I mean, like, beat. It's an old, <laughs> old school term for beating someone to up. To be fair, if someone's putting you up the duff while on a jet ski, while you're on a, a set board... Probably happened. I don't want to think too much about it. It's probably happened at Oxford, actually. <laughs> oh, if it's happened anyway, it's happened at Oxford. But yeah, do you reckon, like, if you were being mugged Where on are sup- we? Are we here? Are we in... Are we in... In the UK. Oh, yeah, I would call the police, but then I'm like... But I would never... I would never be out at sea. Like, I'd probably be, like, up to my ankle. Someone's mugged me in the shallows. Okay. So how deep do you have to be <laughs> for it to become a, a Coast Guard issue? Yeah. If you're in international waters... No, you've got to be like... You can do what you want, can't you? Uh, I believe so. Is that um, real? Can you no, kill not... someone in international waters? Oh, God, here we go. Um, you can no, get married. Think... By anyone, the captain can marry you. I need to know this information. Um, I don't think they're called... They're not the Coast Guard here, are they? They're, they're lifeguards. The, the, yeah, the... There are Coast Guards. Are there? There's yeah. the Yeah, there's the lifeboat. Oh, right, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But then there's a Coast Guard as well. They're different things. Can you murder someone in international water? Well, you can murder someone anyway. It's like whether you... Oh, Mickey's found a new vocation. Now she's a hunter-gathering teenage cave girl. I'm going to go murder people on... No, I'm not. I am not. Also, this is now my search history, so the FBI are on to me. Basically... That, that guy reading your messages. It's like... This has taken a turn. She's no longer searching for sunfish. If you murder someone on the high seas... High seas. <laughs> the high seas. 
you can be prosecuted by the country your boat is registered in. What if it's what if you just stole a boat? What if you built a raft? So if you don't have a registered boat. So if I swam, God. if you swam out into the channel, oh don't now because flipping there'll be English people murdering refugees. Oh no, our government does that already. Oh yeah, no, to be fair, this happens. Yeah, you can murder people. Can you, yeah? Can we sue the government for manslaughter? Yeah, they're prob- they're, it, it probably does fall under manslaughter. To be, to be fair, hmm. because there is a. There is a law that says you have to protect people that are coming into your at, country yeah. Yeah, at sea. So, and if you're of, if you are categorically, I think if you're, I think if you're, you're at, not at doing sea that. as well, you have a duty of care to other yeah. vessels where you have to rescue them. Yeah. So we're we're just. Um, I said we. I am not doing that. But yeah, our government is right, doing that. You that can't, comes under you can't be we for the rugby and they. Well, I can. I think Boris Johnson supports your team as well. Have I not seen a video of him knocking out a six-year-old? Yeah, and have you not seen the video of him playing rugby aid? No, no, soccer aid. They tried to do a rugby aid. It was horrific. It was a car crash. It was terrible. But have you seen him doing it on soccer aid? He just he just fall on head dives. It's, this is boring. No one needs to know this. Um, uh, so you can get prosecuted for murdering people at the sea. At the sea, in, in the sea. Depending on where your boat's from. Yeah, and probably depending on how rich you are. And whether you're the Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. Okay, good to know. So any of you thinking of spending your post-lockdown... Time at the sea. Murdering people at sea, don't do it. Don't do it, guys. Probably don't you do are, it. You can get prosecuted. Or if you're going to do it, don't register your boat. And then... Or just do it on land and go with the tactic that I gave... What I'm week. hearing is you can kill a sup. A supper. Yeah, you can. It's for their own good. Stuff putting them out of their misery. Uh, I don't see a problem with it. I don't know why you're so against it. I'm not against it. What's the point in it? I don't know. It just looks nice. It looks nice. Mm. Yeah. That's what they said about those red flags with the black crosses in it. And we all know how that worked out. Everything leads to Nazis. Oh. <laughs> Do you know how many times when Trump was like winning earlier on when it was like not the postal votes, I really wanted to post the meme that was like <laughs> people like Coldplay vote for the Nazis. You can't, can't trust, trust people. people. And I was like, not now. But, but that I mean that's the frightening part, isn't it? That that many people regardless of your you know they locked children in cages. And people are still voting me like, yep, that's the guy for me. Yeah, but that's fine. I can overlook Concrete that. Concrete floors in cages. I don't know. I just think, it just seems mental to me that once you're in a position of power, like, you can get away with absolutely anything. Yeah. If you want to look into conspiracy theories, there's some pretty interesting ones around the Clintons. Yeah. Lot, lots of uh, people dying there. This is the thing. So this is where I was like, this is where we, I realised, well, they're not conspiracy theories. They're like yeah, based on they're just truth. Facts, yeah. Also, <laughs> like, uh, Jeffrey Epstein, that's pretty quiet right now, isn't it? Oh, yeah, well, there's a lot of distraction. Let's not talk about that right now. Distract the public with other stuff. Well, like by ruining their lives with an election. Okay, so 
my segue. Okay. Um, I've been thinking about the idea of... So, you know, we talked about should you just be grateful? Should you change the world? Um, the idea of you don't have... To, when, when I tell people, like, you know, you should quit your job and do what you love, but the idea of, like, I don't mean that everybody should be a musician or, you know, doing some, like, really out there thing. It's yeah. just doing something that you're passionate about. So there are people yeah. out there. You, have you ever been to a restaurant oh, I've been or like, to a shop and they have, like, <clears throat> your cashier or your, um, like, the person serving you at the table is absolutely killing it. Yeah. They're, like, having the best time. They're making mm. jokes. They're really, like, exuberant. They do a great job. They, you know, and you think, you this is great. Like you were made to do this job. Yeah. Yeah. Teachers. Some teachers are incredible have you seen the video of the lady teaching zoom and she's got like signals for all the kids and like i was watching i was like i that is better than school it's better than school it's amazing and then you see people that do there's people that literally just sweep the streets but do it having a great time do a really good job they the the traffic signal people oh the ones that dance yeah oh my god exactly yeah you know okay yeah that they're, they have found something they're amazing at and they yeah. love doing. Some people love growing vegetables, doing whatever. I think, like, there are obviously people out there who, like, get a spreadsheet and are like, yeah, I'm going to input this yeah. data. Pow, 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 yeah. having a great time. <laughs> Mickey's got a totally, like, yes, I love me a some colon brackets. That is not the part of my job that sets my soul on fire. No, but for some people, they love that. Yeah. Some people love doing male merges, you know. Don't get me wrong. When a male merge works, there's a there's a Colin Robinson oh, out there for word. every task. <laughs> and I'm saying people should find that and go for it. But the people that are like, I just want to have a, you know, don't settle for something that makes you miserable. There's people yeah. who like don't want to pursue like they don't feel like they've got a calling. And then they sort of begrudgingly settle. And mm-hmm. that's different. Yeah. Like, not everyone has to be out there doing, like, this wild and reckless stuff. But the idea that you should have a level of, like... Because in the past, the hunter-gatherer teenager, teenage girls and stuff were an integral part of their community. They had mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. It was driven. like, And if they weren't, if they didn't enjoy doing that, they would have done something else that was integral because yeah. if you didn't enjoy it and you were crap at it, right now you can be a crap teacher and there's no consequences. You can be a crap sales assistant and there's no real consequence yeah. other than a Karen. You know, like. But if you were crap at hunting, yeah, like, like, you'd you get found out pretty quickly. Yeah, they'd be like, from you are that. out with the team. Yeah, exactly. But like, there is. Yeah, I totally get what you mean. Because for every person that you go and you is like your waiter or waitress there is also someone where you're like why are you here yeah like just leave like you know like everyone in france yeah but I'm that joking. <laughs> no, what do you mean? like everyone that like, you go to any restaurant or shop yeah. in france and they're like oh. oh really like can i buy this off can i give you money for this thing and they're like <sighs> you go to, so you go to disney in america and you're like Oh, um, hey, I fell oh, over. I, I fell over and I set this thing on fire. And they're like, amazing! <laughs> so good! Ah, oh, they clap. They're like, yeah. thank you so much for making my day worse. Like, yeah. Th- yeah, would you like to punch me on the way out? <laughs> <laughs> I 
And then you go to France, you're like, hi, can I please exchange this exorbitant amount of money for that piece of plastic there? Yeah. And that is your sole job to do this exchange. Yeah, and they're they're like, like, fuck you. They look at you like... Oh. <laughs> and then they like, they sort of like slide it across the table to you and you're like... Or when you try, you know, you try, you're like, oh, bonjour. And they're like, hello, I speak, <laughs> in, I speak English. And you're like, why are you here? Yeah. Exactly like that. This is not the happiest place on earth. <laughs> I had a flashback to when me and my sister went and we went on Precious Coaster. It was the funniest thing. It's not really that funny to anyone else, but it's really funny. If you've ever been on Crush's Coaster in Disney, have you been on it? Yeah. Because when we went, it wasn't open. No, but you've been on it before. It's fast. But people aren't ready. They're not prepared for it. Oh, hell no. Considering what we were like, my sister was like, I can't go on any rides that will. They lull cause... you in with that, crushes, cut, you know, little turtles. Yeah, but then turtles. I was like, oh, it's going to be a trip around the sea. How bloody lovely. Put my bag, not even in between my feet, just to the, just next to me. Fuck it's going to be like Snow White. Goes upside down. Snow White's really creepy. If it's not fast, you're oh, not going to fall no. out on Snow White. Oh, no, you're not going to. You're just going to be mentally scarred from it. And then really overwhelmed on it. It's a small world. Like to the point where you think you're going to cry because it's so amazing. Okay, where were we? Also, oh, when, um, <laughs> when me and Kobe are travelling. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in Vietnam, everyone is like fucking loves what they're doing and like can't do enough for you. Like we, what, we went on a, what do you call it? What's the little things with the, the bikes, with the, the carriage in the back? What do you call that? Tap, tap. Uh, tap yeah, so we went on Ritual. one of those. Something no, like that, yeah. yeah. And he, we like paid him literally nothing. And he was like, cool, I'm going to take you around for five hours. And then we're going to stop at my friend's cafe. And you can have like a coffee and it's free, <laughs> basically. And it's like having the best day ever and takes you everywhere for literally nothing. And then you get people here where you're like, can I pay you loads of money to do this? And they're like, fuck you, no. <laughs> like... Can you imagine though? You're like, he had the best. This guy had the best. So he goes home and he's just like, I was with oh these my two God, had these white. Two- they paid me earlier. nothing. They were so annoying. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, no, <coughs> twenty back is twenty rand is fine. And they didn't offer me a hundred tip. They just paid me what and I said. The girl was really sweaty the whole time. She was transparent because maybe they thought you were it is actually hotter in- than the sun. <laughs> I spent the whole time. Like, looking horrific. And then other girls would arrive to have pictures in these temples and look immaculate. And then I'd be like, Kerry, I can't have a picture here. Like, I have sweated through my t-shirt. <laughs> like, I can't deal with it. It's too hot. But it was lovely. People that are good at their jobs. <laughs> no. This one time. In my gap year. Just went travelling. Um, no, people that are good at their jobs. Yeah, you sh- I think you should... Do something that sets your soul on fire, no matter what that thing is. I don't think you have to... If that thing is, like... And that's the next phase of it. Then, if you are smashing it at what you're doing, if you're the best lollipop person out there, like, why are you not allowed to earn, like, a, a an awesome salary? Yeah. Why can't we just create this... There's enough money. We're not short of money... That someone I mean, has just, just moved a billion dollars of Bitcoin. Oh, what? 
Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? A billion dollars worth of Bitcoin. The Bank of England just injected a load of cash into the... Quantitative easing? I don't know what that... Yeah. That's when they devalue the pound. That's how Argentina ends up, where they're like, oh, this one dot... Like, you know, you have like a million dollar notes. So, oh, right, okay. So all the other day was like, why don't we just put more money into the world, into the UK? And I was like, because you end up with the system that happened in Germany where people have to buy bread with like wheelbarrows of cash. Yeah, but you can do that if the mm. world agrees. Like, oh, yeah, it's all fictional. To, yeah. The, yeah. we're not money's not linked to anything other than the perception of its value like yeah. bitcoin was only real when someone accepted one for a pizza oh yeah it's only once people like mm. the, so the value of bitcoin has been completely created by humans guys we, it's so weird like as in you could have 10 bitcoins and you don't know what it's worth until someone says I will accept one for a pizza yeah. that sets the value of it I mean, th- there's definitely more to that story, and now they're worth a lot more than that. But that no, let's go with that. I like that. But the idea of imagine if everyone, as long as you were working and doing mm-hmm. your job, you earned like thirty grand a year. Yeah. That would definitely be cheaper than all the problems that come with poverty. Yeah, I think so. And ill health, and health, you know, all those things. I just think you should be rewarded for working really hard and doing a good job. Yeah. Because like. It is really hard to go to your job every day and be the best version of yourself in that job, particularly if you're in a public-facing role, particularly right now during the pandemic, where you're still expected to go to work and, like, deliver, like, amazing service in spite of the fact that you are... Like, all those people that are working in pubs and restaurants and in retail are essentially frontline workers because they are having to deal with people daily... You know, like, you don't... And no one appreciates the fact that, you know, like, my friend working in Surfside is having to deal with people coming in all the time not wearing masks. And then, like, trying to rip tape off seats to sit down when they clearly are not allowed to sit there. And she has to go over and be like, can you not sit there? Because there is a pandemic. And then people being like, no, fuck you. There was a, a real missed opportunity. We should have started a business at the start of the pandemic where we went around and offered restaurants to store their seats and tables somewhere because you know when you're like why have you left the, just take them away but then I thought oh they don't yeah. have the space yeah. to like store them but it looks re- it, I'd rather a really sparse restaurant than the one with, like, loads of just pop, like they just yeah. like shove them all in no, the corner I get that. someone should have just you know loads of empty lorries or cru- shove them all on a cruise ship Cruise ships are actually working. People are on cruise ships right now. Doing Isn't what? Yeah. They're back. I thought they were like, the industry had died and you can't go on a cruise no, anymore. No, my friend's like working on one right now. Like, they With are, passengers? Yeah. Oh. Like, it's mental. There's a fucking pandemic and people are going on cruise ships. Good, yeah. Pop all the vulnerable people on cruise ships and keep them safe. Well, that's an idea, yeah. Best gap year ever. You're old, you're vulnerable, you're going to see the world! Yay! And the rest of you, young, less vulnerable people, are going to get back to fucking work and earn <laughs> some money for Boris Johnson. Because that's what's important. Do you want to stop it? <laughs> what, talking <laughs> on the camera? <laughs> that would be me. And it would be like, do you want to stop? Do you want to stop? I'm just done with um, this. No, I, I, yeah. I think that... I don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I think people... When people are trying to work out it feels very overwhelming when someone says like, oh, you know, you should really think about, you know, why don't you pursue your passion if you don't know what that is? But it doesn't have to be 
as romanticized as like, oh, I'm going to be an adventurer or mm. I'm going to write kids' books or. And, and it kind of, I suppose the only examples of people that are speaking about purpose and why are people who are trying to get money from talking about <laughs> speaking yeah. about purpose and why. It's a yeah. pyramid scheme. Yeah, yeah. But like, are people that. Because I think about the people that I've heard talk about things like that, and I'm always like, I just can't really engage with this because you're saying, like, what you're saying isn't applicable. Like, if you're saying, oh, I want, like, I imagine myself as an explorer and stuff like that, you're like, well, you've got the means to do that, but not a lot of people can imagine themselves in that position. Yeah, they might think that, but then they're, like, trying to push this why, like, saying, oh, you need to find your why and you need to find your purpose, but then using an example that's completely detached from most people in society... So, like, having something like making people understand that a person of why doesn't necessarily have to be this groundbreaking statement about you, we've spoken about this before, but, like, changing the world and being, like, an amazing human that does really cool stuff. It can literally just be a simple statement that you live your life by, that you then apply to other things, and then you can find what you want to do in terms of work and stuff that sets your soul on fire by finding that. But it's just the people that put out content are normally people that creates that all like are artistic so that all those examples normally are yeah those sorts of people yeah if you don't feel talented yeah it's because uh there's also a level of like snobbery as to what talent is mm-hmm. you can be a very talented person that is like well there's craft and then there's art isn't there but the idea of like being able to to do your job wonderfully and with joy mm-hmm Big recommendation here if you have not seen Hero Dreams of Sushi. Is that what it's called? Oh, oh my days. Absolutely amazing. What? It's about this uh, sushi, sushi restaurant in Japan and Hero has been making the same menu every day. Oh. No days off for like 70 years. And oh his son is, Yeah, but he is absolutely focused on creating the greatest... Do, you know the idea of do one thing well? Yeah. Um, slight spoiler alert there's like one guy that works for him who has to make the like scrambled eggs right like every day he tries it and it's like year, two years he's trying to follow it and it has to be done a certain way and he's doing it and every day he's like tries and tries and tries and it's never good enough and like the day that hero is like you can serve this that's the pay you know oh. like that but this idea of in the big scheme of things it doesn't matter but on the flip side, he's done one thing, you know, and there's like, they buy stuff a certain way at a certain mm. time. They do all this stuff in a certain way. And it's so uh, inspiring to see that level of dedication to their craft. Oh my God, yeah. You should definitely watch it. I mean, it is impossible to get a seat in his restaurant and it's very expensive now as a result of mm. this dedication oh, to really? the craft. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to somewhere you go like, oh yeah, our menu's got 500 things on it and they're all a bit shit. They're doing too much. <laughs> like the real life version of me. <laughs> we and you yeah, like, I can do every, I can do everything well. moderately badly. <laughs> but I give it all a bash. I mean, I'm trying. Yeah. So yeah, you should, you should watch that. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to make a note of it. Let me, just, let, let me get the official name for you because I'm not going to put it in any show notes for anyone. We've, we have never done show notes. I did one show note, and then I've never done it again. Oh, uh, Hero Dreams of Sushi, J-I-R-O. It's oh, a right. 2011 Japanese-language American documentary film. The film follows Hiro, 
an 85-year-old sushi master. He's and, 85. Oh, yeah, owner of Suki Yabashi. That's how much he loves it. Like A three-star Michelin restaurant. Like, in the UK, generally speaking, people are counting down the days until they reach... What, what even is the retirement age now? I don't know, like 98 or something before you can retire comfortably. Yeah. But like, people are counting down the days to they get that point. And then you see people like that who are at 85 and still working and still dedicating every son, day of their life. Two of his sons work for him. One of them is 50 and still waiting to take over the restaurant. That's and still incredible. terrified of the pressure of it. Yeah. So imagine working for your dad for 30 years. Yeah, that's insane. Every day, doing the I same mean, thing. I I just have visions of when you talk about it now. Your dad has morphed into this country where you're, they're all just making fun of you on a building site, pushing you into the skip and stuff. To be fair, that's probably what it would be like. And you could never criticize. I did Hereford like FC. a week. <laughs> I did a week of work for my dad when I was like in year ten or something. <laughs> and you have to bring a cake. <laughs> yeah, that would be it. To be fair. Yeah, we, you sold um, yourself short, yeah. You bought a cake. Uh, <laughs> that is, this country just, just delivers every single time. But yeah, I, I basically didn't. I had to go get stuff out of the van. So I, that was literally my job. And I just sat on a hoover, like, watching. <laughs> so the dream. A week. Yeah, it was really good, actually. And then he paid me for it. I robbed a living that day, that week. Well, you don't know what it meant. Like, maybe you doing the... Back and forth allowed your dad to get into the flow state where he could just no, I feel like I was create a level of zen. Yeah, he's like, can you stay outside? Just can stay you, outside. Was it like, can you go get a couple of spare bubbles for the spirit level? Oh, no, it wasn't Some that level. Like, there was, the, I, don't, I mean, there's something that you have to replace on a cooker quite a lot. I had to go get that. I don't know what that is. But it's all a lot of very nice houses. So, yeah. Lovely. I don't know why I say these things. I'm like, they have no segue into anything else. They're just a story that I've told. I just enjoy it. I enjoy the real, the real nostalgic joy it brings you. Yeah, every time. So, have a think about what are you doing something that you love? And if not, why do you feel... Like, why you ha- you? Yeah, what, like, do you feel like you've got no options? Because that's overwhelming and it is scary. And I can see why people... I think that is a lot... If you are having to work to provide for people, if you have a family, it makes that a lot more difficult. And what can we do as a society to... Fix that. Yeah, to change that status quo. Well, we should make it really easy for people to do roles that they are very good at and want to do. But I think that starts much earlier, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Well, it goes back to the whole idea of if in school you are allowed to double down on what sets your soul on fire and from in primary school yeah. and, active, yeah, and actively try things, then by the time you left school, you'd have an idea of being like, okay, yeah, like I want to do that. Or I am really good yeah. at that. And if you're passionate about the arts, but you're not the best dancer or actor or singer, there's still viable careers. Well, there were viable careers. If you're driven by sports but you're not gifted as an athlete yeah, there there's still viable. viable things you can do <laughs> me yeah you can be a mickey <laughs> yeah i like yeah i i don't know you because you can start thinking about it now or you can start thinking about it later but remember 
Time is flying by. And everyone you love is going to die. Tune in next week as we... Deep oh, dive into this teenage yeah. girl that we, I've become best friends with. Should we do 20 with? episodes for series one? Then we can start season two, like season one. Then we'll start season two. In, so by the fifth season, we'll be up to a centenary. Yeah. Okay. So it's the penultimate episode of season one. Yeah. Next week. Yeah. Any suggestions? Sponsors? Oh God, or God. Yeah. Peace. Right. Bye. Live, laugh, love. Bye. Bye.